I am unashamed. What about you? I'm a little nervous about that. Well, I mean, you show up the day after I do a wedding. What are the odds of that? I just show up. Yeah, I feel like I'm in, like, halfway into a trap. <laughs> you, you feel like this is an intervention, Jay? I feel we like started yet? Yeah, have we started. We, we started. Have we started? Oh, I guess we have. But <laughs> the timer's rolling. Like, I feel like. You know, Phil always being paranoid about the undercover game warden. You know, like we had guests hunting. We'd show up in the morning, he'd look around, and and he would see somebody that's not usually there. He said, you know, my instinct is to run. (laughs) Well, he would always ask him because he thought it would neutralize him. Are you a federal agent? (laughs) Well, he read somewhere that if you ask a federal agent if they're a federal agent. They have to say yes. They have to say yes, but. I don't know if I believe that. <laughs> well, our federal agent Missy is here today. Welcome <laughs> to Unashamed. Yeah, thank you. I'm not really Missy. Sure we are we are an award winning podcast now since the last time you were on. Have you heard about it? I've heard about that. She yeah. was there. She witnessed the whole thing. It was really good. It I, was awesome. It was a fun, fun, fun night. Well, that's where I wanted to start today. Anyway, since we were we've talked about it a couple of times on here, but we haven't heard your perspective. You were there. Um, what did you think about the whole evening, about the whole, you know, well, us, us winning and all that? I mean, we're not huge on award shows. We don't watch them. We don't go right. to them. We don't, we've never really done that. But for me, just having all of that, the Christian artists together in one place and some that we have gotten to know through the years that are the real deal and have become some of our really good friends, to see them all in one place and then to hear all their music, to me, it was like going to Disney World. That, yeah. That's like the ultimate for me, but I'm such a music person and worship person. And so before Disney world was, I mean, is that back when that was cool? Before I boycotted them from our house and home and TV. Okay. (laughs) You brought it up. Hey, I know, but for me to everybody else, just to say it is like what used to be going to Disney world was, but I loved it. It was super fun and worshiping the Lord and just seeing other people worship the Lord. And then, the honor of watching y'all like receive that award that you never thought was, I mean, that's not the reason you're doing this. Right. It's, and so, and you never I, set out for that, but yeah. it's a nice, humbling blessing. When you're yeah. acknowledged for hard work and turning people's hearts to the Lord, you should be honored. Yeah. And I thought it was wonderful. And I see the hard work that Jace puts into preparing for this. Um, you know, I think some people think y'all just get on here and just start talking. No, it takes and it more. That does happen occasionally. <laughs> sometimes like today, <laughs> maybe today. Sometimes we still are prepped, even today, Missy. Oh, we're yeah. we're prepped <laughs> just in case a Bible study breaks out. We're ready. I mean, I'll secretly send some notes after I'm asleep. <laughs> yeah, there was you, late night last night. You magically show up. And that you know, it just true. it just seemed you're, a little weird. I told you, know? you last week I was coming on. He's always a little paranoid when you're on the podcast, Missy. I oh, know. Bless his heart. I know it. Bless him. That's what I always say. <laughs> so yeah, but it was a great experience, obviously. And and, and, and it was obvious from me watching you guys because you knew a lot. I mean, I knew a, a few of them, but you guys knew a lot of people there. That what a joy that was for them and for you guys. So it was mm-hmm. fun for me to watch that. No, we have some good friends in that world. And sadly, you only bump into them on yeah, things like that. because everyone's busy doing the Lord's work. And I think well, it's, that's amazing. And you get to catch up on what everybody's been doing 
for the Lord. Right. And it's been, it's just, it was so fun. I mean, I could just go on and on about everybody we saw and how we caught up and the fun moments and the funny things that were said, you know, backstage and things. But it was just, uh, it was great night for me personally. And to have Jace with me at my own Disney World night that I loved so much that he really enjoyed too. Because he says, we don't have a whole lot of things in common, which I have come on here and thwarted some Maybe of that. We, we all remember the list, babe, <laughs> the list. my point is we had fun together on right. that night. It no, was it was fun. I mean, we, we genuinely love these people. So if you wonder what happens backstage during moments like this, it, we're just, it's like a big hangout. <laughs> yeah. just discussing. And different people come up. through because everybody's doing media at different times. And so kind of when you just catch people when you can. Mm-hmm. So everybody's working and doing something, but then every t- everybody's enjoying it too. So that, that would be my description. Of it. It, was, it was great. It was fantastic. And I don't have a lot of experience in that, so it was fun for us too. Well, it was because Missy led the whole arena in a worship song. 500-year-old. Which, by the way, if you only watched the TBN show, you wouldn't see that. But if you go on their – I think it's on – I saw it on their Facebook feed. But online, they've got the whole show. So, really? Yeah, so you get all of what you guys did on the yeah. – when you presented. Oh, you're back in, babe. <laughs> yeah. We, we so went rogue. Somebody showed me that, so yeah. Yeah. Well, I went off the – Teleprompter, and we thought it would. And be I don't edited. mean, but it I, wasn't just uh, y'all. It was everybody sure. got it. I abandoned the teleprompter for five seconds, and the teleprompter <laughs> employee abandoned me for the rest of that. <laughs> well, he, he said, just "You want to go rogue? Boom!" The, the, the <laughs> all the way to the end. It said, and the nominees. And the nominees are. are. We just looked at each other. And was like, here we go. Which yeah. is kind of <laughs> funny, Missy, because on the show, I don't know if y'all watched the actual show, but I yeah. watched it. And so you, Jace comes out and says, you know, it was 10 years ago we were here, and, you know, it's hard to believe 10 years ago by, and you say, and the nominees are. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> on the edited that's version? What, that's, <laughs> on the edited version, that's it. It Did was literally leave? one line from you and one line from Did you. Did they leave in my jokes about the no, no, were 37 no. Hey, he people. just no, said. You had it. one line. You said, we were here 10 years ago, but now we're back. I think they, they might have got offended at my joke. No. I was only kidding. They had to cut 45 minutes, Jace. I mean, oh. but all of that, everything y'all did is in the online version. Okay. So. I actually thought it was funny. I was like, there was only 37 people here. We were in the yeah, basement at the Ryman. I, I was, none of this is true. I, I was just embellishing for humor. And I didn't know. My, my response came, just a blurb. Hmm. <laughs> 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 well, and then I said Brandon Lake was. That was your six, answer. I said Brandon Lake, who won like three awards. I wasn't sure he was going to even win that award. I had no idea. I did ask Missy that if, was she, a funny line if she wanted to peek because they gave the envelope backstage, and I was like, "Babe, you want to peek at it first? And she went, "No, I want to be surprised. <coughs> like, oh, I'm all into this. Yeah. It's not written, and you know, I was just kind of wanting to know, but." So I said he was. Uh, what would you have done was, if you had opened the envelope and it was just blank? We would have given it to Brandon Lake. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Well, I do think that should have been worship. Because y'all both love that, and that is a great. Have you We've seen that song at church? All you have to do so is go awesome. to assemblies where they're singing that song, and that should be worship song of the year. I mean, it just well, it's an incredible song. Yeah, it's so, really good. But I said he was sixteen and had a crew cut. And I because and I looked at him because I he thought was sitting right there on the front. I hadn't really officially met him, <laughs> so I hope he's not sensitive because I'm fixing to make a joke. And uh, oh, he he laughed. You know, he thought it's funny. Yeah, 
he kind of took it on a stride. He seemed kind of like us, just kind of humble to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what was amazing when we left, we happened to be walking out with his wife and uh, and had a nice conversation mm-hmm. with her. So there was somebody, Dad, that I noticed when I rewatched the show, The there was a guy that had pink hair. Do y'all remember seeing him? I mean, like, I should have, but I just, it was seriously pink. But so anyway, so I, I, he came up to dad and we were about to leave at that, that night. And he said, Mr. Phil, I just want to shake your hand and shook his hand. And remember dad, and you you said you almost said something about his hair, but you didn't, which I'm I'm glad you did. That's shocking. (laughs) He didn't. He just shook his hand and said, yeah. Some people just have pink hair. But then I was watching the show and he's a, he's a, a guitar player for one of the groups. Okay. I can't remember who it was. It may have been Matthew West. It was one of the guys that mm-hmm. sung and he was, he was a guitar player. So I recognized him then on stage and said, Oh, there's the pink hair guy that, yeah. but obviously he respects dad. Cause he made a point to come mm-hmm. over and shake his hand and say, I just want to shake your hand and tell you how much I appreciate. It. So yeah. I thought that was pretty neat. <laughs> yeah. It was some interesting looks, you know, the, yeah. the dress. We, <laughs> yeah. We, the kingdom. Woo. Yeah. I mean, that's a flamboyant they outfit. They were. Yeah. Sure. They, but man, Makes they were all great. kinds of make up the kingdom of God. It does. Mm-hmm. Which well, I, I mean, babe, good. look at us. I'm not that's noticing sweet. these people because. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did have a $7 dollar general t-shirt on, so. I can't believe that thing was $7, you know? I'm saying that's pretty expensive for Dollar General. <laughs> Baby, you looked slick. Yeah, you were good Thank with you. your unashamed hat. I thought you did well. So speaking of slick, so let's talk about the wedding because we teased it a little bit in our last podcast because that was yesterday, which was the wedding was last night. So Missy's here as well. So Jay said, so first of all, I want to correct Jay. Jay's was wrong. Well, uh, I figured this is where this was going. Well, yeah. So you, yeah. Jay said that they could do better. And now after being there, I say that was wrong because oh. they, they could not have done better. Nice. I thought yeah. it was Thank very, you. very good. I thought we were really Done better in terms of picking someone to do their wedding vows, to exactly. to preach their wedding that ceremony. Was perfect. Yeah. So you did a fantastic. And look, I do a lot of weddings. And so I'm just, I'm telling you, Jay, it was really good. So it was, it was, I guess you would call it non-traditional in the sense of it didn't have all the typical words in a wedding, which I thought was refreshing. It didn't? No, I mean, you used a few, but no, that old, wasn't my like plan. The, the old-timey vows. You left yeah. out. Kind of you know, updated ones. You know, we gathered it in this one. Oh, no, well, I didn't do all that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, 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 It was very personal. It was like you were doing it for somebody in your family, which it was. Yeah. Well, they said when they asked me, they said there were two reasons. I mean, I guess I can share her speech a little bit. Because, you know, they asked me to do the wedding. And I said, well, you can do better. And she just was like, no, we want you to do it because you love Jesus and you're real. (laughs) And that's what we want. We want it to be real and centered on Jesus. I said, well, I can do that. (laughs) For Robertson Weddings, it was Small and intimate. I mean, yeah, most of ours perfect. are big, so it was. It, was, it small. was small. Yeah, which was nice. I mean, I thought that was was that was their idea. Yeah, and that's them. I mean, their personalities are like that. They it's don't like Lily. It. Yeah, Lily her. is very simplistic and simple. I mean, just simple and just sweet. Right. Well, I was so, surprised they allowed the TV people to film, which mm-hmm. was I never even realized they were there. Mm-hmm. They did a nice job of staying out of the way. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. they did well. Yeah. So. For, for you fact checkers on reality TV, they actually filmed from a distance, mm-hmm. I guess is what you would call it. They did. They were there till Lily and Austin ran out under the sprinklers. Oh, really? 
uh, sprinklers, sparklers. <laughs> Not the sprinklers. Say, that's a new way to leave. Uh, the sparklers. <laughs> yeah. And so then it was, the bottom fell out. Yes. That's very well, true. Thank you, well, I wondered if that had hit because we had left already left. And it, then... Well, it, it waited till we left, and so I'm assuming, but we, it hit us on the way out. So, But it wasn't late. Lily had, I mean, just watching her last night, she had such a good time. She's sensitive in the fact that she doesn't really like a lot of attention on her. Right. And so, um, you know, I was concerned about that. But I, I watched her dancing last night with her sisters and her friends, and she was having so much fun. Which yeah. isn't that great? Should yes. you enjoy your wedding? Yes. And that's why sometimes if it's super big, you feel a lot of pressure of having to perform yes, for everybody. Yes, she did not want yeah. that at all. And I just thought it was just beautifully sweet and simple. It was exactly what they wanted. Yeah. And so Jessica's happy. She's happy this morning. She was happy last night. She was like, you know, her first wedding to put on. And yep. so she she asked me for the last few months, should we do this? Should we do that? What should I do? What what about this? What what you know, what's the tradition? I was like, whatever you want. That's it. There are no rules for weddings. Right. You know, there's like a lot no of expectations, but you don't have to meet them. Right. You can do whatever you want to. And she did, and Lily did, and I thought it was absolutely Perfect. So tell the thing, Jace, you did at the very first, because I thought that was, I'd never seen that before, but I'm going to use that in the future because that was brilliant to just like relax them. And even Jeff said he was even relaxing. Yeah, a friend of ours uh, who's uh, taught Bible at the school you went to. At OCS. Uh, yeah, at OCS. He, uh, we had seen him do that, I think at the last wedding that we were at. And, He's uh, done it in a few. Well, that's, I noticed it then, but, and I thought, I wasn't sure I was going to do this because I just, I said, if they seem nervous, I'm going to do it. Yeah. If not, I won't do it. Well, they seem nervous. Mm -hmm. <laughs> not, not at the situation, just at the. Yeah. You're up front and they're not used to being. Yeah. And so I just said, I kind of just started off like, can't remember exactly what I said. I didn't have that written down. I just did it. But I said, uh. Take a deep breath and soak it in, because every you know your your minds are racing. This, right. this is this is your moment, and so I was like, take a deep breath. And when they both took a big deep breath, you could just see them relax. And I thought, okay, this was a good idea. And then I said, and just in a word or phrase, whisper to each other how you feel right now, and no one else can hear that. Right. Yeah. Which, and of course, and subconsciously, you know, when you think about marriage, you just think about how many times you whisper, you know, to your wife. I mean, how many times have we had these whispering moments in the last 32 years? So uh, I might have said something about that. But but when Austin whispered to her, she just busted out loud. Busted out loud. I mean, like, so cute. like a belly laugh. So I figured it had something to do with the honeymoon or what. I don't know. We is, won't know. We know it's that's probably, the whole point. It's that's, between them. That's probably the road I would have gone down, but <laughs> let's, uh, let's take a break. So our friends from uh, Jace Medical uh, providing something uh, that's really helpful that I'm looking forward to using myself. Uh, you can purchase up to a 12-month emergency supply of your current daily prescription medication. So that could be cholesterol, diabetes, family planning, mental health, heart health, blood pressure, which is my particular uh, med that I need. Uh, all it takes is 
for you to get your backup prescription supplies to fill out a simple online form. Some cases you may have to jump on a quick call uh, with one of their board-certified physicians. Uh, it's doctor-created, uh, and I talked to him. He's a good guy, uh, great idea, and it's doctor-recommended. So this is uh, especially good for folks that are traveling, maybe out of the country, uh, maybe just worried about a pandemic or shortage supply, which happens, unfortunately, a lot of times. Uh, I think I read somewhere that the the uh, last year drug shortages increased by 30%. So obviously this is an issue. Uh, so whether storms or shortages or pandemics or reliance on China, uh, we want you to get your prescription from Jace Daily. And the way you do that is you go online, you fill out a form, then you get your Jace Daily prescription delivered right to your door to have that peace of mind that you need. So go to jacemedical.com and enter the code UNASHAMED at checkout for a discount on your order. So that's unashamed at jasemedical.com. But uh, then she she did something to him, and uh, I think it really changed the tone from that day. And look, I'm to be honest, it I felt relaxed in that moment too, because right. I I mean I love them, and uh, I'm super impressed with Austin. Uh, you know, because you just think he's, you don't get a choice and you look up and here's Austin from Austin and we're going to get married. But I, I mean, I, I'm venture to say that is an impressive young man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not shocked that she chose him. Yeah, <laughs> he is easy to love for uh, sure. Oh, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. So he feels like family already. So, I mean, you know, I was, I was actually thankful. I mean, I just didn't want to screw it all up. And I think <laughs> that was my goal is not. To be, uh, you know, make it about me in any way, mm-hmm. and uh, which uh, you—that's it, Judge. I mean, I figured that out a long time ago. Uh, that that's the key to be having a good wedding is make sure you keep the focus on them and, yes. and Christ. I mean, which is mm-hmm. which is what. And that was short. And you I, did it. You my, did it short. My, it was perfect. You didn't go too long. I mean, I asked Reed. I said, "Now, how long was it?" And he said, seven minutes." I was like, <laughs> "I think it was longer than that." <laughs> I would have guessed about 12. That's what I said. 12 That's to 15, 10 to 12. To but, you know, what made I it actually so, thought it was longer. What What made it even extra simple and sweet was that it was in the courtyard at Logtown that I haven't seen a wedding there before, in between the main house and the little cottage. So it was in front of the little cottage, and it wasn't grand looking, but the aisle was super short. <laughs> so yeah. whenever everyone came down the aisle at Took you literally about ten seconds yeah. to do that, yeah. and and this was so perfect. it was great. It was, and she only had five attendants, just so small, and again, just perfect for a little. And then Mia and somebody were Rex. singing. Mia and oh, her that who? Okay, uh-huh. good was that? Because we couldn't see them. They were like on a little porch that was out of our on the our side. We couldn't see them, but uh-huh. we just heard it, and it was beautiful. And and Lisa leaned over, speaking of whispering. She was like, "Is that is that tape music?" I said, "No, that's that's somebody oh, singing I thought, live." I didn't know who it was, but they have but it was fantastic. It was. They have uh, some chemistry and some mm-hmm. harmony there that's hard to describe. Rex's mom, who they're our next door neighbors, they but, actually live in between you guys and Jeff and Jessica, yes. so it was kind of neat, ironic, <laughs> yeah, because it was basically our whole street. And then some of Austin's family. And Austin's yeah. family, that's it. That's <laughs> that's right. That was who was at the wedding. <laughs> uh-huh. I did notice And that. some of their really good friends from, from Austin when they lived there for five years. So Yeah. So, uh, But we were commenting on that. They they just, boy, you're talking about, it was, most people don't, they don't sound that great live, but that was 
They've Amazing. practiced. They've sung together for a while this past few years, and they they did fantastic. It was yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And she was proud. She was like, "I'm not. I mean, I'm not going to brag or anything, but I mean, I think we did pretty good." <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was fantastic. <laughs> I would say it was professional quality. In fact, it was. Lisa thought it was recorded music, mm-hmm. so and singing, so that's how good it was. But it was. It, it added to the atmosphere you're describing. Because we were outside, it was perfect. Actually, it was just you know the sun was down already. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it had rained in the area, so it wasn't super hot. It was yeah. a little sticky, Louisiana, but it but it was just a it was really a nice. Well, I think too. It, I love the fact that they had the people there who really have invested in their life, and it makes it more meaningful. And we had a bridal luncheon the day before, and I was looking over the guest list. Well, I hosted the bridal luncheon, and so I was looking over the guest list before. We left to go there, and I had a little speech, and I said to all the, these women, there was like 25 of them. It was very small. And I looked around, and I said, Lily, this is a fun weekend. There's a lot of activities. I said, but just look around this room. I had it in the old barn that we just renovated at, the, at Logtown. And I was like, these women right here, it was all family and her best friend. I was like, all of these women are, you're doing life with these women already. And... None of these women are here out of obligation or for Instagram photos or anything else besides they want to be here to support you because they love you and they do life with you. And so, you know, her Austin's family started tearing up like when I were talking about it because I said, you can call anyone in this little group right here and they will be there for you. You can look around. These are the ones, the women that you can depend on from here on out into your future. And I think that that's important for young women to know that, you know, they're going to make mistakes and they're going to need help in their marriage. And we need to be the non-judgmental type and really be authentic and true and say, we messed up too. We had a hard time too. You can do it. We're here for you. And that's what that was about, that bridal luncheon. I thought it was really sweet for for her. to. She was just smiling and a little tear in her eye, you know. But it went in with what I said in the presentation, and we didn't collaborate on that, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, and I I think, you know, of course, Jeff uh, and Jessica both are emotional. They tend to be emotional, but they were – they were not, I mean, I expected a lot more tears and stuff out of them yesterday, and there were some. But Jep, you know, we talked about it because it's a big deal in the family. Jep is, you know, the youngest. And so this is the first time. I mean, all of it, most of our kids are married and ha- and now having children. Mm-hmm. And so it's, you know, it's a big deal for them. Okay, kind of joined into our ranks as now having a married child. And, mm-hmm. you know, we'll have grandchildren. He shared last night, he said he was super nervous. Like he and Lily were standing at the back about to walk down. And he was like, I started sweating, you know, and I was just started shaking. You know, and he said, I was just getting nervous. And I thought, oh, you got to hold it together. You got to hold it together. Of course, I'm, I'm laughing when he's telling me this. And he said, I looked at Lily and, and I said, are you nervous? And she said, I'm so nervous. And he said, once I realized my daughter was nervous, I went into parent mode. Mm. He said it was actually really good because then I went into, there's no need to be nervous. You know, except, scared as he yeah, was, he was yeah. like, he was like, then he started comforting Lily, but he was like, but if there's ever one moment in your life to be a little nervous, it's this one. <laughs> this is a big moment. That's yeah, good. I thought that was really good. So, so Jace read a couple of things that Jessica had sent him some things to, some what were they like words of wisdom? Is that tip? Yeah, that was the, funny. Uh, the thing you did with Jeb was hilarious. So, Jeb and Jessica came over there, or I think Jessica was over at our house. And because I kept asking them, What do y'all This is at the beach house, and we were on vacation. Like, what do y'all want to do? I mean, what it's your wedding, and they're like, 
whatever. <laughs> I mean, that went on for days because I thought, well, we'll plan the wedding while we're on vacation. Yeah. So I'd ask Austin Lewis, just whatever, whatever. Well, after a while, I'm like, hey, I want something <laughs> to go by just to get me started. Well, Jessica's like, oh, okay. Well, I'll say, well, she just sends me all this stuff. It's like a seminar on marriage. <laughs> Bunch of Tim Keller stuff and clips. And I picked one, the shortest one, which was uh, things that Jesus didn't say. I don't, I don't know where she got it from. It was so fantastic. It was really good. It was good. fantastic. Yes. Really good. And it, the list was like, you know, be yourself and... Do what uh, makes you happy. Yeah, do what makes you happy. No, I thought it was and powerful. It had, a, it had a, an awareness, that home place that y'all have there. That thing's about... 1798, I think, is when it's Over started. 200 over years two, old. Over 200 years old. And, and we were under them big trees, them old big pecan trees. The cornfield grew right up to where the backdrop was... It was amazing. It was. It's beautiful. Oldest house in Washington Parish. So here's the, I, I mean, I have my notebook here, which I'm going to give these notes to, I thought I should give it to Austin and Lily. Why not? Would they keep that? Probably. Okay. So Jessica, uh, so I picked this, said, listen to your heart. Jesus, thanks Jesus never said. Listen to your heart. Be true to yourself. Trust your instincts. Feel good about who you are. Happiness is what matters. And just be a good person. Yeah. Never said that. Never said it. What he actually said, and they have a quote here, Luke nine twenty three. If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. I thought that was really good. Because yeah. being unselfish and sur- having a surrendered spirit, especially in the eyes of your relationship with Jesus, because that was the whole point of my presentation you know the ephesians 5 it was like know your role husband husbands love your wives as christ loved the church and gave himself up for you know wives submit to your husbands out of reverence for christ and i was like people debate the roles and they miss the commonality as you you both get to play the jesus role in the marriage well they bury the lead because ephesians 5 21 says submit to one another out of reverence for christ don't bury the lead and then i mean that leads you into and the conclusion this is a profound mystery but i'm talking about christ and the church yeah i mean but you should also you know love your wife and so it is a it is about Christ that Ephesians five and so hang on I, before you read Jeff, let's take a break. So Jace, you've been doing a lot of gardening out in your yard, summertime. Just no, but I've been watching Jeff do his. Ah, how's that been? Funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might want to tell him about one of our sponsors uh, that that can breathe some life into your backyard. It's it's called FastGrowingTrees.com. And we love our trees, but these guys will actually send them right to your house. Um, I've had them. Lisa and I got palm trees down at the southern layer. They came in great shape. They were ready to plant. No more waiting in lines or having to go somewhere else to, to try to find what you need. They can send it right to your house. You can order online. In a few days, they're there. Uh, so we love them. They have a 30-day alive and thrive guarantee. So everything's going to look great and fresh right out of the box. So join me and over 1.5 million happy Fast Growing Trees customers by going to fastgrowingtrees.com slash Robertson. Right now you're going to get 15% off your entire order. So that's 15% off your entire order at fastgrowingtrees.com slash Robertson. Check them out and have a much 
prettier yard. So then Jip, you know, he he just offers one quote. And I was like So Jessica sends multiple a book. A book. <laughs> it's like and Jeff I was, sends one thing. Of course, I'm you not gotta, surprised. You gotta remember why I did this. I was in the roles of marriage. I was also uh, I looked at Austin and I held the Bible right in his face. And I was like, You need to live in this book. Mm-hmm. I was thinking you lead your family through this. Yep. And then I when I got to Lily, I was saying another thing is to get advice from spirit-filled people because it's at the ready because we all struggle in our marriages. We all are looking at this. So I used that as a as an illustration when I asked Jessica, well, she just, I, I, it's like she had all this material on Rolodex. Or whatever. It just <laughs> kept coming way too much. <laughs> so Jeff had sent one thing. And so, you know, as I'm reading it, I'm like, Never, I've never even heard what what it. I knew it wasn't a Bible verse. Is yeah. my point. But so Jeff's quote was: "I guarantee that we'll have tough times. I guarantee that at some point, one or both of us will want to get out. But also guarantee that if I don't ask you to be mine, I'll regret it for the rest of my life because I know in my heart you're the only one for me." So does that ring a bell? It's very romantic. It didn't ring any bells. It's bell. from a movie called <laughs> Runaway Bride, which I had never seen nor heard of. <laughs> I remember what you said. <laughs> I'm like, my brother, your first thought? It's a chick flick. Total is chick Runaway flick. Bride so, so, with Richard Gere and, and uh, what's Julia the girl's Roberts. name? Julia Roberts. Was she a prostitute in that? I no, oh. that's a wrong movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting to my genres. But it was kind of embarrassing to Jeff because I figure when in doubt, if you're trying to obtain humor, he just set it up on a tee for himself. It was sweet. Well, when you said like, it and everybody was laughing, I turned around to the row behind me and said, that means Jeff watched that movie. <laughs> oh, did he? No, Al, he didn't just watch it because then when, when I saw Jeff after that was submitted. I was like, Jeff, that's pretty embarrassing. <laughs> that you're, good, he's man. like, hey, that's a good, it's a good movie. That's what he told me last night. Because I said, Jeff, you're out it now. You watched that movie. He said, oh, I've watched it multiple times. It's so good. <laughs> I said, Jeff, please stop. So anyway. I want to that love was that. So I used that for, for, for humor. It was funny. Then I kind of gave him a challenge uh, with Grace. I made him nervous when I said about the... Because I was like, you know, you got to forgive each other. Because I did this deal about Jesus and his grace in your walk with Christ. But it's the same thing in marriage. Yep. Then I did a little funny thing about finding their funny bone and and laughing at the little stuff. I know you got nervous on that because you thought I, I was. When I got into human anatomy that you're going know. to explore. Like, it's not about us. It's not about us. <laughs> no, but I, did, I thought I did it. Okay. And then, because then they laughed. Anything to help them relax. It was good. You did a great job. You did a good job. So then I got the vows out, the rings, and we had a prayer. I like the families coming up and encircling them. Yeah, that was neat. That was a neat way to kind of, toward the end, everybody came up and prayed over them. I mean, I felt pretty good about it. The moment I had, the scary moment, is when I was leaving (laughs) 
And you know, you call me, and I figure that's where oh, I'm going. goodness. There was a scramble mode, and I just happened to be standing there. And panic ensued. Jessica panicked. Jessica panicked. Babe, you were pretty panicked. Well, because Jessica was panicking to me, <laughs> and she looked at me and she said, "There," because I was like, "Oh, they can do that later." She went, "No, it's about tonight, and they are not officially married, so I they." Think. So Jace left. I, I like, think we had some ah. Pharisaical. Is this going to be <laughs> this the actually lead fits in? a perfect lead into our text? No, but so Jace didn't. He left before they signed the marriage, marriage license because it's yes. been the last wedding I did. Was my son Reed? So how long have they been married? Six and a half years. So it's been six and a half years. So okay, I forgot to sign the marriage license, you know. So I'm, but I would just, I had just left. Yeah, we caught. I mean, you. I which, didn't turn which is around. Kind of funny because you're basically there as a representative of two things. First, yeah. God, which you did that part, and the second, you're a representative of the state of Louisiana. Because you're an officiant to make this legal. So that party, not shockingly, by the way, to Unashamed Nation, that Jace would forget the legal side of his responsibility. I, tend I was to already, always... Jace, I was already stepping in. I was like, I told, because they were panicking. So I told Jeff, I said, look, I can feel it. I mean, I'm an officiant as well. So if he doesn't, if we can't find him, it's okay. And you are the witness to the officiant. Right. So, and so then I kind of shepherded Jace through the process of getting it filled out correctly. Although we did it in purple ink. I hope it holds up. <laughs> we couldn't, find, we a couldn't pen. find a pen. No one had a pen. Who brings? I, always, I do because I've done a lot of weddings. So <laughs> That was your purple pen? No, that I didn't oh. bring one to that one because I, I wasn't doing was, it. Yeah. I, I said I bring one to my weddings. So I, when, you, when you said, do you have a pen? I'm like, I'm sitting there with a baby on my hip. And, you know, I'm like, no, I, at the reception. There was, you said it about like that. And I looked at you, I was like, babe, you had one job. It was to get them <laughs> Missy felt about married. you like she does field goal kickers, <laughs> right? You have, no, no, NFL, only NFL field goal kickers. You have one job. That's it. <laughs> I figured it was coming. <laughs> But why just NFL kickers? Huh? Because we've gone through this. College, no, I, I, college I, kids have they might they have college work. They have a, oh, so NFL you're forgiving kickers them. Have one because it is a job because they're getting paid to do it. Yeah, a but lot they, of money. I'm going to say it for the record because a lot of football fans watch this. Kicking is hard to do. Okay, well, I'm not. I'm not getting. You on can't this. make every <laughs> kick. I'm not getting on this. You should. It's your only job. <laughs> She she has zero grace for I know, I know. There's hey, it, no com- it comes down to that a lot. So yeah. you better do your job. <laughs> so um, I don't know if y'all remember this. We used to do a, ads for shotguns a long time ago. And one of the ones that I guess went viral before we knew what that meant um, was one we did. I don't know if you remember this, Dad. It, they did this whole thing about the gun and what it needs to do, and they're telling you all this stuff. And so when they roll cameras, you said, all I need is a shotgun that goes boom, boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, it was a good line. It was a great line. So they had all this stuff planned and all this stuff, and the guy was like, okay, I think we got it. Yeah. <laughs> that was it, right? Yeah. And there's no doubt that is true. And our friends at Barrel Buddy like to remind us that the only way a gun goes boom, boom, boom is if you clean the weapon. Well, that was his point. You need it to function. Functional. Properly. That's exactly right. So uh, Barrel Buddy, uh, one of our newer sponsors, they're not exactly new, but uh, they're fairly new uh, to our podcast. Great guys, great company. 
uh, like us, they're hunters. They they discovered their product out in the field um, with a need, which is exactly how we discovered uh, duck calls and, and how to make them sound better uh, because they were already out. But could they be better? Could they be functionally better? So they say here on their package, clean your gun without the grunge. Uh, and they make them available for uh, pistols, rifles, all shotguns, all gauges, basically by just making sure that your barrel is clean. Uh, there have been patches and boar snakes in different ways that's trying to have been done in the past, but they do it much better. I want you to check them out, uh, clean your gun, make sure it goes boom, boom, boom. Go to BarrelBuddy.com today. That's B-A-R-R-E-L Buddy.com. Check them out. Funny, all right. So, so while we're here, before we, we we will touch a little bit on on Luke five and six, but before we get there, Missy, we're talking about the Logtown Estate, and I mentioned this a few podcasts back. Well, you guys are hosting a really cool event there, and so tell again. I mentioned it and kind of gave some of the particulars, uh, but tell the audience what it is and why you want to do it. I think it's grown, babe, since the last time you and I talked about it. So some Uh, of this might be growing. I tried to warn you. No, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a Jesus Day. It's gonna be a sharing Jesus Day. So it's it we're titling it Faith, Family, Freedom, Freedom because it's on July the second, which is a Sunday. Sunday. And we'll be celebrating, you know, Independence Day around the fourth. But it's really gonna be about freedom in Christ. And because we have freedom in our country, because our founders had freedom in Christ, and and I'm we're so, so it's blessed. Like an independence. To have that. Dependence Day. Day. Yes, that's true. Mm. So what we would really like to do, and it's growing because we're actually talking about this on Unashamed Nation. So whether, you know, I'm like, it's kind of solidifying it in my mind that this is going to be big because we're actually saying it out loud (laughs) that we're doing this. But it is at Logtown um, at four o'clock on July the 2nd from four to fireworks is what we're doing. And we're going to have food trucks and games and inflatables for the kids. Bring your blankets and sit down on the lawn and, uh, you know, just have your have family day. We're also, Jessica and I are going to open our little antique store, the treasure box in the old barn that day, grand opening. But uh, the way that we're kicking it up a notch is, and I talked to my dad about this too, and he is fired up about sharing Jesus on the back porch is always shady in the afternoons. And we're just going to set up on the back porch, come to the back porch and hear more about Jesus round the clock. People are going to be sharing. And then we're going to have baptismal tubs out there too. So if you're just not sure about what this Jesus is all about and you want to hear more, come and spend the day with us at Logtown, hear about Jesus. And if you decide to surrender your life to him, we're going to have baptismal tubs ready and people ready to baptize you. Which is really cool. So so just to let you know, you can go to logtownestate.com to see where that is. The information is there in terms of how to get there. Mm-hmm. Also, wfrchurch.org. Yes. Uh, because Dad's going to be doing his unashamed class that day, mm-hmm. and, and yes. you're welcome to come and be a part of that yes. worship. Come all day to yeah. West Monroe. Come to Phil's class at nine. Come worship with us at ten a.m. at White's Ferry Road. Go eat lunch with your family, and you know, tour Duck Commander if you want to. I don't even know if they're open on Sundays, but um, see where we live, and then come out to Logtown because it's going to be a really fun field day. And that evening, we're going to move everybody to the front lawn and uh, do some worship. Jace is going to give us five, ten minute speech on Jesus again. Oh, I thought you was fixed to say I was going to sing or something. 
<laughs> really? You thought I was going to well, say you, that? Well, you said we're <laughs> going to do some worship. Did. Jace is and going Jace to is sing going a solo. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I would love for Phil to say a prayer for our country about that time. And then we're just going to end the night with fireworks. And we've done this once before, not this big, but we've had a fireworks show for it was July 4th. impressive. And it yeah. was awesome over the river. It was great. Right. So uh, we're looking forward to it. We're going to have plenty of stuff to do, plenty of people to meet. Our church is going to be serving as the serve teams right. there. Right. So uh, lots of lots of stuff. Booths, Brave Books is coming. My bag company, Oak River, we're going to have Miamu there. So can donate or buy T-shirts to help that cause and just kind of see so what uh, the companies if, that are involved in our life as well. So what happens if more people show up than the property will hold? I think God is just going to have to take care of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of a lot of you have come from time to time. You've made the trek over just to, to come to church or to meet us or whatever. So this is a great opportunity to be able to do that. If you've been thinking about it, it should be a long weekend, the July 2nd, the 4th, I think is on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe you'll get a little time off and you can come and spend it in Monroe and West Monroe. So we would love that. So thank you, Missy, for putting that on. Uh, before we take our last break, Missy, just a little update on the kids, grandkids. We've uh, had Maris uh, most of this week, so she's 18 months. This is a little bit of why I'm tired. <laughs> I told them about the bonding. Yes. I told the story. So. Yeah. And actually, yes. yeah, so your daughter-in-law confirmed that last night that y'all had, had a bonding week, which was good. But it yes. was only when there was no other option available, <laughs> no other human. But once she was safe with you during that moment, then she was fine with you from there on out. She was good with you. So y'all were singing and playing and, and all that. And so. the little foster baby's doing well. I saw you guys recently together, and so that's all going well. We get him a lot. A lot about, mm-hmm. you know. we're, we're blessed to be able to get him a lot. He is, um, you know, we have a bond with him. It's physical and emotional, right. and he loves us. And so uh, something something kind of cute just this morning we got a text and he's been he's been um getting to know his birth mom and she's been spending some time with him and she's doing well and she texted me this morning and said that she had him while they were watching a repeat of the K-Love Awards yesterday on TV they were they were just you know playing and she was feeding him and cleaning up and they went and sat down in their living room there and we came on, Jason and I came on to do the presentation for the award for Brandon Lake. And AK looked at the TV, and his new word is gook, which is, means look. And he points. And he pointed to the TV and said, gook, at us on the TV. And so, and he was smiling, you know, and happy, and then kind of cried and whined when we went off. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, he, that's he, what happens. Right. You get canceled, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So I was like, oh, so I could just picture him saying that and showing her, look, I I know them, you know, so that was really cute. So we love him, of course, and hopefully he'll always be a part of our lives. So he's doing well. Our kids are doing fantastic. And I know a lot of times when people say, you know, how are you? How are your kids? Good, good, fine. I can honestly say all of them are doing fantastically well in the Lord, spiritually, with their lives, independently. They're adulting yeah. and they're being successful in what they're doing. And so 
And and of course, Raiden Brighton are just knocking it out of the park in the parenting world. Yeah. Well, they got two little ones, so so we got. They were there for what three or four days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't yeah. think we mentioned this, but uh, you guys met for the first time. All of us did, but you guys for the first time. Cole was dating a, a young lady now, and first meeting was at the K Love Awards, which is yeah. really interesting. It was but a she, lot of pressure, a lot of pressure for her yeah. and for us too. But so. she, you know, she seemed great and yeah. I think seemed I said, acceptable. Welcome to the circus. <laughs> <laughs> It, it was is, a weird place. It is weird because you're down there with all these people and lights, and we're at the Grand Old Opera, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't but know she seemed weird. to take it in stride, so that was yeah. all good. Let's, uh, let's take our last break. All right, so in our last section here and leading into our overtime, uh, I wanted to make this transition because we were talking a little bit before we came on air about fasting because you remember we've been talking about we kind of did – Missy, we, we talked about what we call the untouchables, which was Jesus having a ministry where he began by healing a leper, then this paralytic, then he calls Matthew, this tax collector, and goes and eats with him. And so he's creating these issues because he's saying, I'm going to do life with people that you know aren't necessarily mm-hmm. touchable. And so then it leads us, leads us into this last text in chapter 5, which was the um, Pharisees approached his disciples and said, look, John's disciples, our disciples fast, but, you know, you, you don't. You know, what, why is that? You know, mm-hmm. and so uh, or actually approached Jesus about it, about his disciples. And so then Jesus gives them some answers, which we talked about on the last podcast. But you mentioned about fasting because that's mm-hmm. been kind of a big thing for you. So tell a little bit about that and then we'll lean, we'll get We'll lean back into well, this text. Well, you know, I was challenged a couple of years ago from Church of the City in Franklin. It's where we go a lot whenever we're there at our place in Tennessee with, when I'm there with the kids. And they are um, great about just really challenging what's going on in your life and how you can combat it and uh, with spiritual warfare. And so at the beginning of every year, so I learned— they have a 21-day fast. And I thought, oh, that's so good. Good for them, you know. <laughs> Somebody needs <laughs> no, to do that. Yeah. I mean, January is already hard. It's duck season. It's the end of duck season. We won't go into all the reasons why that is hard, but just that, take my word it for hard? it. It's very, it's very difficult and has been for 30-plus years. And so I thought, I just can't take anything else on. But I, was be- <laughs> I felt like I was being called to do this. And so... I went on their website the day before. It was like on on New Year's Eve. I was like, let me just check this out. And they had three options. And one of them was juice only, juice and broth for 21 days. And I was like, wow, no way. No way possible can I do that. The second option was um, juice, broth, and I think maybe uh, then you add like the second week you add like one meal a day. And then the third week you would add like two meals a day when you would still have juice and broth. And I was like, I think I could go the middle ground here. I think I could do that. So I got up on that. It was on a Sunday, I think. Sunday morning was the first. And and I I don't, I go a long time without. I don't eat in the morning. I just never have. And so I thought, I could, I think I might could do this. And I ended up, and I haven't really shared this. I think fasting is a personal Thing. So I'm not saying to do this, but this is just my personal decision of what I felt like I could do with praying to the Lord to guide me. So I feel kind of strange talking about it, but I will. Um, I did juices and broths for a week, nothing else. 
And I thought after that, I could add some veggies. And I just did that for 21 days, added one meal of vegetables for the rest of that, the two weeks. And it was hard. (laughs) It was really hard, especially whenever I was hosting other duck hunters for meals, meatloaf and creamed potatoes and rains and rice and Mexican cornbread. And I would have to walk away. I was like, I can cook this, but I cannot watch you eat it. Yeah, I have to walk away, go to my bedroom or whatever. <laughs> it's like, it was rough. <laughs> but I don't know. I just felt the strength come from the Lord and I wanted to do it. And I wanted to be in his word. And I was really feeding on him. Yeah. It's amazing how my body responded to that through prayer. And so um, I would go, I would go to other places here in town and churches and assemblies who were doing a sort sort of combination of different things. And they would say, isn't God working in amazing ways during this time? And people would applaud and like, oh, and just see these huge light bulb, majestic moments. And I'm like, I'm not seeing that. <laughs> you know, I'm just hungry. <laughs> and, I'm, I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry. And I just, I feel like I just need to just get back in the word. So now that's the whole deal is when you're hungry, pray or, or get in the word. And, and I was able purpose, to do that right? yeah, exactly. and feed off of God. And so you're shifting a physical for a spiritual. And, and a couple of things I want to add to that, because I'm so glad you brought this up, Missy, because in the last discussion we had about this, we, in the context of what Jesus was talking about to them, because they were basically saying, you're not doing right because you're not fasting like we fast. Mm-hmm. And so we never really got into that Jesus is pro-fasting. I mean, one, he did it himself for 40 days mm-hmm. after right. his baptism to prepare himself for ministry, 40 days. And and again, same reason. So he mm-hmm. could make a spiritual in-tune relationship mm-hmm. with God to prepare himself. And then also you described it in Matthew 6, which is the Sermon on the Mount, he said, when you fast, put oil on your head, wash your face so that it will not be obvious to men you're fasting, mm-hmm. but only to your father, which is the sort of private nature you're describing. Right. So Jesus is pro all this. And so that's why I'm glad you're talking about it, because I didn't want us to create the picture from our last discussion that Jesus was like down on fasting. He makes a point that you guys are looking at the way you do it and saying it's the only way it can be done. And I'm saying right. my disciples are here and they're not fasting because they're with me. And right. That's the point he makes. Well, that, it's not about how you do it. It's right. what you're doing, what you're fasting from. That's why I've, I've actually advocated for the last couple of years on my social medias for people to do that because it had such an impact on me. But people say, what did you do? What did you eat? I'm not answering any of that. Right. That, that's none of your business, really. Right. And so that's why I kind of feel strange talking about it. But it was what I decided personally that I could could do. And then I I exceeded my own expectations because of God's help. And so at the end of the 21 days, I really never saw any huge moments. And I really started questioning, like, maybe I didn't do it right. Or, you know, I I just had never done that before. And, And then less than three weeks later was when the hospital called and said, a baby has been born and signed over to you. Oh, wow. And so I thought, okay, I mean, of course, I wasn't thinking about fasting, but later on, as I'm reflecting on the past months or year of my life to, to fast again, I thought, 
do I want to do I want to fast again and take a chance for another phone call? <laughs> I really thought yeah. about that, you know, but but you know what's the, who's to say if you hadn't fasted and prepared yourself spiritually, oh, totally, and still faced it, you wouldn't have been able to face it. The I same may way. not could have said yes. I exactly. may not could have handled the things that came our way from that. No, for that's sure. a great point. Yeah. So I mean, I, I, I'm so glad that we had this discussion because I, I wanted to go back there at some point and talk about that because. I feel like when looking back, we had this discussion. We never really talked about the positive nature of fasting. It's not just food, by the way. It can be a lot of different. It's yes. a lot of things you can give up that matter to you that you're saying, I'm taking a break from this to focus then on my mm-hmm. spiritual walk and my prayer and my getting mm-hmm. into the Word, and which is the point of now it. Now I look forward to it. I really do. Like January's hard, like I said. Now I'm like, I, I'm going to look, I look forward to it starting that fresh and that new relationship with the Lord that might have gotten lost in the busyness of the holidays beforehand or just life in general. And so now I'm looking forward to that. Right. It's, it's really a, a great way for me to get back uh, to my priorities of putting Jesus first. Yeah. And I, you know, I've practiced fasting at different points in my life uh, in different things, but always there's a blessing. I've never, mm-hmm. never been there where I didn't get blessed as a result. Well, it's also good for your body too. Your body just really can use a good cleansing, right. <laughs> and it's really good for that too. I think that's just an added benefit. That's right. Even dietitians say that you know you're talking about we're going to do a new diet or whatever. Always best to start it with a, a fast because it allows your body then to cleanse and do what it needs to do, mm-hmm. which is important. Um, anything you want to add? Well, to I was just going to say in this story. I mean, the Pharisees get thrown under the bus a lot, but they actually were. This was a good idea. That's I mean, right. That they were promoting a godly a principle they got from God. He just used it as an opportunity to say, "Well, God is here. I'm <laughs> right. Him. That's why they're not fasting." Right. They're, they're right. This. When you're when right. you're actually with the Son of God, <laughs> you don't yeah. have to go that's take right. time to <laughs> to, to try commune to, with yeah, God. Right. He's here. Yeah, <laughs> so, but I think it's good that it's brought out that I do think sometimes the Pharisees they were representing they were kind of the conservative. Let's get back to the principles of God. Right. Uh, group of people back then they just they miss Jesus a lot of times, right. and and that's why you know they're cast in a negative light. But they were right on the fasting question. And part of their part of their ploy was to to use John's disciples against Jesus because John was the forerunner, you know, for Christ. And they were said, "Well, we're we're together with John's guys. You know, why aren't you guys doing what we're doing?" So, well, my point though is, if you look at the pagan. The worldly compared to them, well, these would you'd have thought well, these are our people. You know, they're like, let's get back to the true values and and doing things God's way. So they were better than the alternative yeah. if you were in that culture. Yeah, so that's right. That's why it becomes weird when they conspire with the Herodians on how to kill Jesus. In in this moment, you right. know, Mark's version says that all of a sudden the last two people on the planet you think would be together are together because they're not. That's right. They're, they're not in on Jesus. No, that's right. And they, they combine together. All right, we're out of time. Uh, we're going to go over in overtime. We're going to miss you over uh, to talk a little bit more about this. I want to talk about the worship night Mia had with 40 of her closest Yeah, friends. we've heard. God brought that awesome. up. We've heard a little oh, bit about it. We didn't go into detail. We didn't hear it all. So let's hear about that. BlazeTV.com slash Unashamed is where our bonus segment is if you want to follow us over. Thanks for listening to the Unashamed podcast. Help us out by rating us on iTunes. And don't miss an episode by subscribing on YouTube and be sure to click that little bell to get notified about new episodes. And for even more content that you won't get anywhere else, 
Subscribe to Blaze TV at blazetv.com slash unashamed.